Hello and welcome to Fake Movies, the podcast about movies that don't exist but should. This is Mandy. This is Kelly. And this is Tom. And welcome to episode 24. We're almost 25. Just a reminder about how this podcast works. We uh, pick a song that inspires us and use that to riff on a movie idea, essentially. So um, if this is your first time joining us, welcome. Before Thanks we get started, listening. I'm really hyper. <laughs> like, you, you are. I was like, really she hyper. sounds weird. <laughs> um, well, take it away, Kelly, for any listener Well, before engagement. we announce this episode, um, I didn't get many ideas for You Can Call Me Al, which was our Chevy Chase um, cap- Comedy. caper. Would you call it? No, not a caper. Just a comedy. Oh, no, no, no. That was a caper. It was a caper. A caper. That was a caper. That's what I thought. It was a CC, a comedy caper. There was hijinks. But um, Big F and Moose, Christopher, had a great idea. I can't really read the whole thing, but the... But just to make sure he knows, we really appreciate Oh, yeah, definitely. Big F and Moose is one of our, our normal contributors. Fans. Yeah, a true Always comes with fan. the great ideas. He knows everything we're talking about. Yeah. So his idea was that Mickey, which was Chevy Chase's character, impersonates an art appraiser to get into the gala. That's good. See, that's a good idea. So he said that in the beginning, Christopher Lloyd's character complains that Mickey never wants to go after the bigger fish, which... Mm -hmm. um, What's true? Her, what's her name? Talks about later. We never gave her um, character he, name. He's too lazy to do the homework and research people, and he's also a terrible public speaker. Unless he's doing like a three card Monty to take attention away from himself, he's like bad at it. Mm-hmm. But Does he, he have to give a speech at this gala. <laughs> well, he's going to impersonate a swanky, mysterious art dealer named Lauren Truffaut. 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 Is that how That's you say Truffaut. It? <laughs> <laughs> dumb dumb alert <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh, but yeah so that he they like find this art this art appraiser and they have mickey like impersonate him so i really liked that idea maybe that guy would be played by john lovitz in the movie yeah and they like hold him captive they, or they tie him up yeah mm-hmm. So thank you for that idea. Um, everybody, send ideas. Mm-hmm. Some people who used to contribute ideas haven't anymore. And just in case you still listen, we do miss you. We so, do. Mm-hmm. Tuscan Radio, The Lost Art, you, and give us ideas. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Oh, Ryan crying saddie. Well, he still him. does a lot. He didn't but say anything about Call Me No, out. he did mm-hmm. He did want us to know he liked Skater Boy, though. Cause oh, okay. We said nobody liked it. <laughs> um, also, follow us, like, comment, and subscribe. Is that what people say? Fake. What, what are the what are fake the movie? Fake movies podcast on Instagram. Fake movies pod on Twitter. And you can email us at fake movies podcast at gmail Leave a review. Tell your friends. But yeah. All right, so let's get into the movie. This week we have a special. This wasn't any of our songs. This was our This was a collaboration. Guest contributor, Office Wave. Their account on Instagram is Office Wave Music. That's right. Um so this is all them and the song they chose is Welcome to the Real World by Mr. 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 So we'll play a clip right now. 
love a good office movie, especially a good office 80s movie. Yeah. I mean, that's like just a huge part of it, like 80s tropes, I feel like. A- after the 80s, working in an office was seen as depressing. It's all office club and fight. And but they got office space and fight true. club. That's true. But in the 80s, it was like the the ideal. They that's got the me job too. you wanted to get. They, they really got me, though, with that programming. Yeah. Because I wanted to be a businesswoman mm-hmm. so bad. Yeah, Working Girl was like the well, ultimate. all the Office movies, and then the Spiegel catalog commercial. Oh mm-hmm. god! <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything with shoulder pads? I yeah, I've got a couple blazers nice. with shoulder pads, nice. but they could be bigger. Yeah, <laughs> not know? big. Enough. They're a little petite. Um, so let's get into the movie. Yeah. So to kick this off, this is a noir thriller. Set in New York in 1986. Um, now, keep in mind, this is Office Waves movie. So we really got like some notes from them. Um, and we're going to just riff on their idea. Yeah, we'll we'll add a few details. We have a Actually, couple. Actually, we changed a lot. Of we, we, yeah. might have, well, no. we might have. We elaborated on things. We might have changed some things. Yeah. You know, we'll discuss it, how we, you know, we all read the the outline and. Yeah. Just made a few adjustments. You know, give it our own little spin. So let's talk about our cast here. Um, So our main character's name is Charles Lewinsky. To very close friends, he goes by Chuck. Now, do we want to talk about Office Waves casting? I mean, we definitely need to. Yes. So. So they cast John Stamos, which in this I do role. love. But we, we love John. We've Stamos. had John in a movie quite recently. Yeah. So we're recasting this as James Spader, um, but Tom had a great idea. So I actually think that John Stamos was originally cast in this movie, and they started filming, and mm-hmm. even maybe had done a little bit of pre-promotion, just, just like Eric Stoltz and you know, Back to the Future. Yes, exactly. But then midway through, he dropped out. He had some sort of fight with the producer. He had to go. He had to go film. Um, never too. Oh yeah. Li- never too. <laughs> never too young to die. Thank you. <laughs> I think that was probably a mistake. This movie. <laughs> he he had huge regrets. He was yeah. like, "Why did I do that?" But I've never seen this. It's like a action movie with vanity and, and Gene Simmons as the bad guy. And people like to kind of. What? Did, when did that come out? I better make Probably sure. 87. I feel I like think it it's 87. Is. So yeah, he dropped out for that. <laughs> he wanted to uh wait, Gene Simmons. Oh, it yeah. came out oh, Gene in, Simmons it came in out in 86 too, but that's fair like he really I had to go. I think he really I think he like breached his contract to go to this. Studio. He was butting heads with uh the director or one of the actors. So. Yeah. Did uh, Office Wave mention who directs this movie? No. Do we have any ideas? Do we have anybody that comes to mind? Oh, man. The director of Moonlighting. Oh, let's see. Another office show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good. Their movie debut, maybe. Let me see who it was. (laughs) Although it's a show and directors usually have different episodes, like different directors for each episode. Right. Yeah, it says there's 19. Oh, well, Alan Arkush Arkush? (laughs) directed a lot. And he, oh, geez, woo, he did a lot of TV. <laughs> Let me go back. Could this have been, um, oh, who's the guy that directed Working Girl? I'm gonna, I'm gonna look. Look it up. He's like a famous direct, super famous director. Gary Marshall? No. 
Hold on. What's up, Gary Marshall? No, it's Gary Marshall. Mike Noir. Nichols. Mike Nichols. Oh, yeah. That's that would right. be good, actually. But he, this is this too much like it's working too much girl? like working girl yeah. for him to direct it. Who directed Bonfire of the Vanities? That was like a De Palma or something, but that was it a huge was flop. That was a huge flop, though, huh? Yeah, it was. Um, well, director unknown. We'll come back to that. Yeah, we'll um, s- we'll come back. So around. Charles, aka Chuck, to his friends, um, is now James Spader. He's got that office look. He's he- also a chameleon in that he can really be a good guy or a bad guy. He he can really slink into any role you give him that's true yeah well, and he's and, a good leading man too and this this character needs to have quite a bit of range yeah yeah because he's sympathetic but he also has some not so great moments some foibles mm-hmm. you know so then charles has a bff named preston hammond which sounds very waspy um played by don Cheadle. so these two guys Preston and Charles, they're um, Brooklyn dudes who best friends, besties, grew up. Together. They went to um, school together, and went to college together, and they both want to be businessmen. Yeah, and I think we have this opening shot of New York. I don't know what's playing. Um, Probably the Mister Mister song to open it. Okay, I've never heard this Mister oh, Mister song. Great. And you're going to hear it when you edit the episode. Yeah, I'll, I'll hear it. So, and then I think we show them um, playing. It wouldn't be a New York movie if people weren't playing basketball. They're shooting some yeah. hoops. They're yeah. shooting hoops. They and, just graduated. And they have a, a little crucial conversation where they talk about. Um, where did you say they go to, went to college? I, I said like SUNY Brooklyn. I don't even know if that exists. It's like. Um, not NYU. They didn't go to maybe Columbia. They're not that ritzy. No. That's why I feel like NYU. NYU probably, right? It's like public school, but it's a good one. Yeah. Is it public? I don't know if it's Is public. It I don't I don't know anything about New York schools, I apparently. <laughs> I mean, Columbia could be good, but I just think if they're like Brooklyn dudes, like maybe they didn't go to like the fanciest yeah. school around. Mm-hmm. Also, I think that they didn't, because they're struggling to get into the field they want to get into, mm-hmm. right? That's what we're going to establish during this crucial conversation. Maybe they like razz each other about how they've both gone all summer just, without I, getting an inter- internship. I yeah. just want them to, one of them to be wearing the sweater of the college they went to with the logo. I don't know what Syracuse? school they're going to go to. Syracuse is in upstate New York. Well, they could have come came back. Yeah, I don't know. Some school, after. maybe it's a made up one. Oh, that's, that's maybe good. it's a wait, made up one that like doesn't actually exist. Um. So okay. So during this crucial conversation, I think that they could be like, "Man, like we've been playing basketball every day all summer. When are you gonna get that internship?" Like they're both trying to get in. I don't know if this worked. That's I don't know if it worked like that back then. I know that's how it works now, where people get internships after college. That sounds right to me. I don't know. I always thought from when I was a kid, I thought from watching movies that you could get a job as a janitor somewhere and work your way up to being the CEO. <laughs> but I think that's only how it worked in like the 1850s or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. You're not allowed to do that anymore, apparently. Yeah, no, I don't. Think well, okay, because <laughs> that was my idea, but it doesn't really work. <laughs> So they both kind of like screwed up a little. Well, they're both smart guys. They're really driven. But 
I think they're not from rich families. Yeah, they yeah. they feel insecure. They're middle class guys. They're, they're just regular they're Joes. Middle class dudes who just went to like a state school. But they want to compete they're hard in like the finance. Yeah. They industry. both want to be They're ambitious. Know, they got that eighties. Wall dream. Street guys. This is an eighties like upwardly mobile yeah. fantasy. Yeah, completely. So they wanna they wanna make their parents proud and make something of themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think they start riffing on like where they're going to apply for jobs. Yeah. Um, and they're, and then I think Charles is like, man, I got my eye on Tucker and Tucker. They're just like the biggest up and coming brokerage firm around. And Ted Tucker is a genius. He was on the cover of money magazine, which and that used to be a thing is money magazine still around. I think yeah, money, so. money's still around. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah, and they're like, he started the company right after college. Yeah. Wow. I think he'd really resonate with my story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I think Preston laments the fact that he has this super snooty Ivy League name and that that gets him a lot of interviews, but then, you know, he doesn't quite fit in because he walks in and they're, they just aren't expecting a black man and they are, you know, He's experiencing people. racism. And yes. His, and he, but I think he prejudice. says, I don't think he's super serious about it when they're talking. I think he's just like, yeah, kind of brushes it off. He's used yeah. to it. Yeah. But still, he's definitely frustrated. Annoyed. So, so then we, we established this and I think then they, they both walk away with towels, you know, oh, slung yeah. over their necks. And Are they, they wearing, do little, is someone wearing short shorts? <laughs> I, I, kind of thought they both would be i just assumed actually like (laughs) yeah yeah and they're drinking from those sport bottles that come with a bike although maybe maybe basketball sneakers weren't as big in the 80s as the 90s no they were more like (laughs) they looked regular back then (laughs) i would have said baggy sweats real cinched in at the ankle but i think that this is like late summer Mm -hmm. um and it's hot yeah, out still. So I think that they are wearing short shorts. As a matter of fact, <laughs> Kelly is James Spader shirtless. Yeah. Ooh, have we ever seen James Spader shirtless? <laughs> Does he have like a six pack? As he's like, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's got a twelve pack. Is he like posting up John Cheadle? <laughs> if you're watching it, is he like better at basketball? And it's kind of low key, a little racist that they're let the white guy win. Maybe. Um. So. I don't think you... They're just, like, shooting hoops. <laughs> I don't think they're... Yeah, we don't know what the score is. We're coming in at the end of the game. <laughs> they, they've been playing for hours. <laughs> Super hours sweaty. <laughs> oh, can someone squirt water all over their face? Yes. <laughs> yes, that's good. Afterwards, <laughs> yes. just from exhaustion. <laughs> Maybe Don Cheadle does that. Yeah. Um. So then they part ways. They're, they've got their towels around their neck. It's going to... It's going to take us a long time to get through this movie in this case. (laughs) (laughs) A few too many details. Um, (laughs) So then I think we cut to to Charles in his apartment and he's putting on a tie. Wait, do we have him looking through a newspaper and circling Oh, yeah, jobs? Tom wanted a, oh, yeah. a little... That's just like a good thing you see in a ton of movies. And he's not seeing much, so you see a look of oh, frustration know, know. on his face. And he's wait, like, wait, he circles one halfway, and then he crosses it out. Yeah, so I think after basketball, he's home, and he's at his parents' house, maybe, even, for the summer. Yeah. yeah. And his mom is, like, fixing him up a big bowl of Wheaties. <laughs> And he's at the breakfast table, still in his basketball outfit, looking at the paper, 
getting out a pen and like trying to circle stuff. But he's like, it's all shit. Like all he's seeing is shit. And then maybe he comes across that cover of money magazine and looks at it mm-hmm. and like has this look of resolve on his face. Like mm-hmm. time to go get, get it. It's Ted Tucker time on to the make cover. the donuts. What's that? Is Ted yeah. Tucker yes. on the cover? Yeah. And who's he played by? Oh, right. Ted Tucker is played by Robert Redford. Mm-hmm. Also an alliterative name, just like Ted Tucker. Mm. Sounds also like uh, uh, an Turner. obvious reference to Ted Turner. Yeah. yeah. But so, he's a media mogul, and this guy's like, he has a brokerage firm, right? Is yeah. that what this is? Yeah. I don't know what any of that stuff means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. He th- he's runs a stock. There's stockbrokers. Yeah. It's like it's like the firm in, in American Psycho. It's like Pierce yeah. and Pierce, mm-hmm. but it's Turner and Turner. Okay, yeah. guys. Tucker and Tucker. Oh, sorry. Tucker and Tucker. God. <laughs> Can't even remember my own fake people's names. So... Then I'm wondering after he like looks at the cover, do we just cut to him like downtown? Yeah. Like he's in Manhattan. Yeah. In a suit. And no, and he's still holding. So it zooms in on him looking at the magazine cover at home on the kitchen table. And then from that magazine, it zooms out and he's holding it and he's wearing a suit and a trench coat and he's got his briefcase. There you go. And he's standing in front of the building Does in downtown Manhattan. T- Does it yeah. say Tucker and Tucker? And it says Tucker and Tucker. On the building? Yeah, totally. Or like... One of the... The sign... Like on the outside of the building on the outside a sign with that the, has like all the logos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, we need some really exciting music. Like score. Not not soundtrack, but yeah. score. Yeah, yeah. A this, good a good driving '80s thumping score that's like synthy. Yeah, do, 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 we do, have do, a little do, do, score do, idea for later. Do, but do, yeah, do, do, do. <laughs> and we need to see all these Manhattan people. Yeah, and a lot oh, of the hustle. hustling and bustling. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there there's yeah people. All lots kinds of, of people. high heels sounds. Uh-huh. Yeah. You hear the high heels and click like clacking. a lot of um. Cars stopping at red lights and a bunch of people crossing the street. Is it kind of like in Big Business? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Another good office movie, yeah. by the way. Um, I'm telling you, the you 80s know, sold office culture. I actually don't think that we you have talked enough about extras in our previous movies, or even at all. But Ooh, yeah, this is like an extra heavy. New York is a great city for extras. A lot yeah. of those people are like actually... Just regular people. I think there people. should be some extras that are really chewing the scenery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where you're like, look at them. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to look real New York. Like, there's got to be lots of different types. You'll see, like. But have you ever watched a movie where there's an extra oh, that's yeah. just, like, really hamming it <laughs> yeah, up? Totally. Like, like, huffing and puffing or smiling yeah. or, like, they're just, like, chewing the scenery. I just am imagining lots of business women, like, tons. With a big like they just came from the Vespa Rose staffing agency. Totally, yeah. <laughs> Which is from She Devil. Yeah. By the way. One of the best movies ever made. Yeah. Is she also, Devil. there's some office scenes in there. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I think he goes straight up to um so here's the thing though, like getting pat like getting through security in these places isn't easy. Well, so I had the idea of him how <laughs> that's stupid though. I was like, maybe he should dress up as like a delivery guy. Uh-huh. To get up there, but... Did you steal that from Airheads? Maybe. The beginning. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know where that stuff comes <laughs> from. But I don't know if that's too, like, um, zany for this maybe movie. Maybe he just sneaks in behind some people. Yeah. He just I gets in so. on the elevator like, with everybody else. Like, maybe there's, like, a bunch of... He's somebody just, coming through and he pretends to be part of the Part of the game. group, He's right? just going in there and trying to be really confident. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. So then he gets to the actual lobby of Tucker and Tucker and 
cute little Jamie Gertz is there at the front desk. Yeah. And they co-starred in Less Than Zero, which I guess comes out the year after this movie. So Jamie Maybe. Gertz's character's name is Sue Sudio. Get it? Oh, my God. Oh, that's good. That's a good pun. <laughs> so I want to talk about this lobby. So... My first thought was, of course, so what came into my mind was something very feminine, like a a very lush mauve carpet oh, and good. like a peach marble Ooh. desk. Oh, that's good. And right behind Sue's, Sue's head is like a big gold Tucker and Tucker emblem. This is in there on their floor. Is it on a yes. spi- right. is it on a spinning globe? It says Tucker and Tucker on a spinning golden globe. Mm, that's a Sure. No, I Is I that can... from like is that from Gremlins too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. A hundred percent, yes. I wouldn't have remembered that. It could but... be like a Tucker and Tucker like wrapped around a, a like a solid gold globe, but not one It's that just rotates. stationary, yeah. Yeah, it's a stationary globe. Um but it's very majestic. And uh so I think that she is kind of maybe I think she's kind of new, actually. Yeah. And I think she's getting overwhelmed with the amount of is calls coming in. Is this her new first receptionist job out of college? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what does he say to her? Um, so he's just like blown away by this office and she just got off the call and she grabs him and threatens to call security. But then he like kind of charms her. He's like, oh, you don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. And then he gives her his resume. So she's kind of like a noob. She doesn't quite. She doesn't really know what to do with this guy who isn't supposed to be there. Right. She doesn't know how to be assertive at this point. Mm -hmm. So I think she could be like, welcome to Tucker and Tucker. Do you have an appointment or how may I help you? Yeah. And he's like, I'm just here to apply for a job. And I think he should hand her his resume and she's like oh we have a staffing agency that handles that like did you call them first and he's like uh my dad got a job by going door to door in the 60s and i thought uh, i'd take his advice and just show up show take some initiative mm-hmm. and she's like well that's nice but we we pay people to to screen candidates yeah and then i think she starts getting like a bunch of calls and she gets all, all flustered yeah. and he she's just like, sneaks back. She's like, you're going to have to leave her. Yes, I'll call security. He tries to go back. That's but funny. her phone starts ringing and she takes it and he just like slinks away. Yeah. And she's too busy to notice. And, but she, she, but she does notice she's just too busy to, s- to do anything about it. Yeah. She could but be she even she like has answering the her... phone and being like, sir, sir, you yeah. get back there. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to put you on hold. Like she's like all flustered. Yeah. Does she have her hair back in like a banana clip or like a low ponytail? A uh, tossy tail. Ooh. Oh. That's later. No, but <laughs> Kelly. No, 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 no. That look. Yeah. Like had been around forever. That apparatus true. to help you get that look was nineties. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean though. It's like a bond ponytail mix. Yeah. A topsy tail. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know what that look is officially called, but it's like. A very full, is that what curly ponytail? Is that what that the bitchy character from Don't Tell Mom? Is that her hairstyle? No, no. she just has a bob. A bob, yeah, yeah. That's how Sue needed to act to really get him out of there, but she's too nice. Oh, 
I thought you meant Sue Ellen from no, Don't no, Tell no, Mom. No. I guess once confused. you've mentioned that, I'm like, this is kind of like that scene. <laughs> um, so then I think, um, I think that uh, Charles goes to the back uh, or goes into the office and it's like just uh, like a jungle in there. There's just like all these people. Like maybe he looks at like a woman who's like rolling on some pantyhose. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good. And then um, like maybe she oh, maybe she even cracks open a fresh pair of legs. Um, should a little like. Should a <laughs> <laughs> and like she like. <laughs> she pulls them open and like out tumbles a pair of fresh pantyhose and she starts sliding him up and he's just like Whoa. i'm thinking of a little guitar solo i think from career opportunities <laughs> like um, does a little guitar solo playing <clears throat> or do sure. you want that revenge of the nerds music <laughs> i mean i just want a little like it's exciting yeah it's yeah. exciting synthy like just it, it just something that like makes you get excited along mm -hmm. with charles and um, then I think a lot of that paper that has the holes on the side from oh, with yeah. dot matrix printer paper. Oh, yeah. Some mm -hmm. of that goes flying. Yeah, yes, definitely. <laughs> There's like a lot of office sound effects. And then like, he hears the some score. fax machine yeah. going and maybe off. And he's he like, ah. That's good. Mm -hmm. Were people drinking in the office in the 80s? Oh, Bosses. yeah. I yeah. think he might hear something like an ice clink. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Oh, I think he sees like I think he can look into people's office and he sees the legs lady and he sees the secretary and the dot and maybe, matrix printer and the dot matrix printer paper and then like maybe he looks in an office and there's a guy like shaking a martini shaking a, yeah and he's just like enthralled and he wants to be a part of it and then I think he bumps into somebody a titular character sorry titular owner Tucker. Not Ted, though. I think he runs into Marilyn. He runs into Marilyn Tucker. Marilyn Tucker is the other co-owner, CEO or yep. COO. So it's a married couple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So a married couple owns this brokerage firm. So Office Waves casting choices were Raquel Welch or Susan Sarandon. But this is one we recast her, too. Because this is a kind of, well, should we give a spoiler? Or? No, no, no. I don't think we need to. No, yeah. So... I think they'll understand. Yeah. So we we cast Kathleen Turner in this role. I think she's perfect. Because we need somebody who's got that husky voice. Yeah. Take Very charge. Very seductive. Seductive. And also, um, yeah, she's just, she's very mature and powerful but seductive confident and somebody who could, you know, lure you into a web. A, a powerful aura. <laughs> So I think he maybe runs into her and maybe she drops a bunch of dot matrix paper too. Oh, that's good. I don't he think, bumps into no, her. No, I don't think she's she the wouldn't. type to, first off, I don't think she's the type to carry a bunch of dot matrix yeah, no, paper. No, she makes someone do that for her. I think well, he, he could bump into her and just she's, they have a, oh, excuse me. And she's like, I don't believe we've met. Do you belong here? But she's a little, a little, she's a little unimpressed seeming, mm -hmm. but she's just sort of like calculating. Yeah. And I think she has on a red power suit. Yeah. With a big, big and, brooch. And she's smoking big. a cigarette in a cigarette holder. And Ooh. shoulder pads. And she yes. has red heels on. Yeah. And she looks incredible. Yeah. So I'm wondering if when they bump into each other, um, I think it's because he's like, 
walking through the office, but kind of like doing that, his, like twirling around. Yeah, walk. he has his head one way, the opposite yeah. way that he's walking. Looking at the pantyhose. And- yeah, and he's just rubbernecking and he bumps into Marilyn. And it's and then she's like, excuse me. And then she, she gets out a cigarette to put in her cigarette, long exotic uh, cigarette holder. And then he lights in a very debonair fashion, lights her cigarette. And then I think she's like, are you new here? I don't believe I've seen you before. And then does he actually admit he doesn't work there? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, uh, actually I'm in the market for a, a job opportunities. Yeah. And he could be like, um, I just gave my resume. My resume is up at the front desk. You know, uh, if you want to take a look at it, I'd be more, I'd be honored if you even, you know, took a look and even gave me some advice on things I can improve upon or maybe some clubs I could join or associations. Got lots of downtime right now. Maybe he's an overtalker. Is he's a little bit like Frank Whaley in career opportunities. Oh, I like that. In his yeah. Job interview. And I think she seems very unimpressed. And maybe she looks him up and down like why are you, you speaking to me? Little punk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she's like well, I'm going to have to kindly ask you to leave or I'll call security. She's like, we don't, we don't take to those kinds of job interviews here. Or she's like, we don't really appreciate impromptu job interviews here. We're, we're uh, careful planners here at Tucker and Tucker. Everything we do is very carefully in, uh, orchestrated. Yeah. Yeah. At, down to uh, the color of the carpet, which is like, kind of a sexual innuendo Ooh. <laughs> um and then i think he's kind of like well i gave it my best shot i think he's like okay i'm gonna <laughs> how go. about she's like i'll walk you out i'm going yeah, i'll see way. you to the door i'm on my way out anyway and then and then she she, she kind of watches him get in the elevator and she turns to sue and she, she's like she should threaten her a little bit like she's pissed that she let him in like you let that young man back here Mm-hmm. I know She's you're like, oh, new, I'm really sorry, but I... you're not. You're on thin ice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I heard that guy left your. You better have a martini in my office at 3 p.m. <laughs> or you're gone. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you have to go buy the ingredients. I don't know. <laughs> I think she's a little more subtly. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> subtly uh, threatening than that. She's, she's kind of passive aggressive. She's, she's like, just more like how you let that guy get in here, huh? You know. Not like that, but she's a little bit smoother than that. Yeah. So then I think she asked to see the resume. Sorry. Too ma- too many sun-kissed <laughs> zero sugars. <laughs> um, so then I think uh, she gets the resume and she looks at it and she like she thrusts it back at Sue and is like, call him, call him in an hour and tell him he's in the intern program. But go ahead and tell him it was Ted's idea. They always get excited when the big boss. Mm-hmm. And she, them. She, there's a little bit of resentment in her voice when she says, "Yeah." That. And then do we cut to um, him at home with his, his loosened tie, looking all all frazzled, getting a phone call, and then just him going, "Yes, yeah, yeah totally." Okay, and then I think we start the montage already. Oh n- no. I want a montage right okay. away. This Maybe like we could have a couple. Well, I want a montage of him just like <gasps> killing it at work. Just like maybe he shows up and he's just 
I just think he should start first. He and should then, have his first yeah. day, and then we can do a montage. Like he should meet Ted and. Meet, I don't think he's gonna. He's an intern. Like I don't think he's gonna meet that guy immediately. Okay. I think he's stupid, kind of naive, and thinks he's going to. Yeah, maybe he's like so into. And I he's waiting to in Tucker. the lobby for with Sue. Well, we need to have a flirtatious conversation. Yeah, maybe they have a flirtatious conversation. Where we establish that they're attracted to each other. Where she's like, well, I'd offer you a coffee, but you really got me in trouble that day. And he was so, like, let me make it up to you. I'll buy you a... Can I, let me make it up to you over dinner instead. Yeah, like, how about I upgrade it to dinner instead of coffee? And, or, she's, and or, she's like, nice try. I know you're in the internship program. Yeah. So then I think um, he's shown the ropes by his buddy played by Oliver Platt. Yeah. yeah. I was like, we need a fat friend. Yeah. And <laughs> a fat best friend, but like a work friend. Yeah. He's not fat. He's well, thick. Uh, Oliver Platt <laughs> is in a lot. Um, Tom mentioned him and I was like, I don't know who that is. But then I. Oh, he's in so many movies. I know. I looked it up. I was like, whoa. So he is in. Sorry, I should have had it. Married, married to the mob. Working, he's in Working Girl. Yeah, he yeah. is in Working Girl. Yep. Flatliners, postcards from the edge. Beethoven. <laughs> I believe I said, can we have him played by the chubby one from Flatliners? She did. Yep. <laughs> um, indecent proposal. Oh, I love indecent proposal. So he's worked with Robert Redford before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Bicentennial Man. Quite a quite a career. He's in a ton he, of movies. Pieces of April, Kenzie. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So um, I don't know. Uh, Oliver Platt's name is Sam. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And maybe he's like, name Sam Parker. I don't know. And uh, I'll be showing you the ropes around here. And then I think you know, he shows them again. It's it's a crazy day in the office, hustle and bustle. Mm-hmm. Um. And th- there's a little bit of that, like... That exciting synth music again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, the, the <laughs> when we were talking about it before, we thought of, in Revenge of the Nerds, there's a part where... What's his name? Um, Not Lewis. Not Lewis, the other <laughs> nerd. <laughs> Gilbert. Gilbert is like... He's flirting with the girl in the computer And he's lab. showing her this computer program where he, like, animates them dancing or something. Yeah. And the, it plays this, like, little tinkly... Like it is so funny because I said I wanted some some exciting synth music and Kelly knew exactly. Yeah, what I was <laughs> but it like took me a second to remember what it was from. Um, just a little bit of a deep cut there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Um, so what happens on his first day? I think that he's like just kind of hazed a little bit on his first day. Yeah, totally. Like he's maybe not, he's, he's just he's... stuck getting coffee for lunch for everybody for all day. Sure. Oh, I know. I know what. I know what could happen. He could be like, I'm just really excited to learn and like really prove my worth. And I think Sam was like, ha, ha, ha. Very funny. All you're going to be doing is getting our coffee and our lunch and getting and bringing back booze for us after hours. Mm-hmm. So uh, how about you get started right now? Yeah. And he's just like. All day. He's just like running Aaron errands boy. for these guys. And then maybe maybe he like shows he's actually worth a damn like later that day. Like maybe he catches something or like he like tells his boss like you should sell this stock at 
$85. I don't know. He gives them like some sort of stock in sight. And they send him to some deli to get sandwiches for lunch. And he's like, oh, that place sucks. I'm going to go to this other place around the corner. Yeah. And they're all like, whoa, good pick. Yeah. What's this? But I think they're like watching the stock ticker and he like starts to notice something. And he's like, he like calls out something to the, to Oliver Platt where he's like, I don't know. You guys, I don't know anything about this. I know. <laughs> it's very obvious. Business movies don't need to have well, any of I that. Well, I feel like this is all kind of a blur. I think movies we, are for laymen. They're never technical. We need to. It's in- always vague stuff. I feel like we need to indicate he's been there a while. A certain- no, 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 no. Hold on. Oh, okay. You're getting so impatient. <laughs> so basically at the end of the day, the first day, it becomes clear that he is a useful tool for Sam. Like he actually has good insight on like what stocks to sell and what to, I don't, I I don't know shit about this. Okay. So just, (laughs) if you're out there and you're a stockbroker, I'm sorry. We don't know what we're talking about. No. Um, (laughs) but he indicates like he's got some good insight and he actually knows something about this. Yeah. And the, you know, Oliver Platt is like, Hey, new guy's got some pretty good ideas. And then we do a montage. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's good. So like, and then like, and it bas- shows them like high fiving. Yeah, and, like- we show him just like killing it at work and getting basically climbing up the up you know, up the ladder. People are clapping for him. Like maybe he gets like we show him. We having- see him on we see him on the phone, all animated yeah. and stuff. And maybe like we even show them like bringing a cake out to him, and they're like patting him on the back, and then yeah. maybe they're like, "Congrats on getting hired, like full time." Mm-hmm. Like he got hired entry level yeah mm-hmm. so he did intern and now he's like entry level and maybe we show his him get like upgrades in his his attire as well yeah he starts buying I nicer think he clothes gets some preppy oliver people's classes oh yeah mm. definitely and does he get some stuff from barney's maybe i mean that's a big step up though yeah. he just gets like from joseph a banks or yeah something. probably <laughs> But and he gets like a better haircut. He's you know he's just that slicked back. Like he gets that slicked back Wall Street look. Was his hair more like it is in the movie Stargate at first? Kind of like yes, unkempt. like a late unkempt. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we need to also show in this montage both of the heads of the company like interacting, like maybe in the distance and Do, looking at him oh. approvingly, like. Nice work. <laughs> oh, but do we also see like, I always want flipping newspapers, but do we see like news about Tucker and Tucker? Sure. In the do financial. Do you want a newspaper? I just want some financial. So we like see that there's like this other backstory going on about, about this company who is like seemingly rumors doing. Rumors of going su- public. Is seemingly doing really well, but rumors are swirling about like discord behind the scenes. Or they could be like rumors of tucker and tucker going public amid amid financial headwinds <laughs> that's good that's really good <laughs> i feel like headwinds is used a lot in like business talk um so but i think we see like a lot of uh marilyn and ted like in the background interacting um yeah and looking time. over and being like nice <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um so I think that it's kind of clear that, you know, Kathleen Turner is so he has an actual interest in Sue. Oh, do we need to show them on a date? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Should that happen yet, though? Oh, I know. No, before I know. that, no, I think before that, he's going to talk. We're going to have we've we've seen Robert Redford in this movie, but we haven't really had a scene with him. Yeah. Really. Well, which that I think that'll come next. I, think I that, have an idea. I have an idea. Okay, here's here's how. I, sorry, I'm excited. So, and now I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was just going to say in the montage, you see them flirting. Maybe you see them like at a bar. So it's kind of like hinted at that they're dating. I know what I know what I was going to say on his first day when he's in the lobby. She jokes about how she'd get him coffee, but he got her in trouble that day. So she's not going to out of resentment. And then he makes a joke like, well, how about I take you out to dinner and make up for it? And she's like coyly, like maybe, and it's clear she's kind of yeah. likes him. Then we do the big montage, which is very exciting, and then it ends with Ted actually congratulating him on getting hired full time. Oh, like it good. ends with his with his party with the cake. By yeah. the way, should some like it hot by the power station play during this montage? I like that. Yeah. Do you like that idea, Tom? I do. That's on the soundtrack. I, I do, but actually, um, another song that Office Wave chose, uh, "Working for a Living" by Huey Lewis, might be a little oh, bit better, better for the situation. Yeah. Some like it hot's a great song, but it's a little, it's a little Sexy. sensual. Yeah. So I think that Ted comes over to him and he's like, "Congrats on the promotion. I've heard you've been quite the whiz kid down here, and." Uh, and we're all I happy don't know that what the department. We're all happy to, to have you on as part of the team. Yeah. Because yeah. here at Tucker and Tucker, we believe integrity is the most important and thing. And he's like, it could be, he could even be like, and you know, I make it a point to take every new employee out to lunch. So get with my secretary and let's pick a day next week. Yeah. And then I think that like uh, Spader is just basking in the glow of this wondrous occasion. And then he looks at his watch and he's like, he- shit. I'm late to meet Sue. Like he's like shit. And he starts running out the door and he meets her at a a restaurant and it's clear. They actually are dating already. Mm -hmm. They've been dating. Yeah. That's good. You like that? Tom? Yes. Let's just get it. Yeah. That's perfect. And they're, they meet at a restaurant and, um, Kelly wanted a specific kind of restaurant. Oh, I was picturing the bar, the St. Elmo's fire bar. (laughs) Oh, maybe it's the place, like the place they go to, like it's their place. And it's not super fancy. It no. might be a little boisterous, but mm-hmm. um No, she's waiting for him at the at the sitting on a bar stool and he comes in and he kisses her on the cheek and he's like, Sorry, I'm late. You know, they had that little party for me at five and then hey, the big boss, the big cheese came and talked to me. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't just say, Excuse me, I gotta get down to Ralphie's for a beer. <laughs> And then she's like, oh, I know, Charles. I'm actually really, I'm already picturing this bar and I really wish I was there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. Ralphie. She's like, and she's very, she's supportive of his career. Yeah. Ambitious. Right. Yeah. Um, So what happens next? He discovers something. Um, So he's. Why does he discover it? Does he discover it before he meets her? No, I think it's next. He's a full time. And now we cut to another office scene and he notices something weird going on with finances for one of the projects. He's I, I I think this should happen in this scene previously. I think it Is should happen. Is that why he gets a promotion? No, I think that he's, I think that he's, I think that after his big party, he's like working and he notices some weird anomaly 
And then Ted comes over. And That's talks good. To him. Yeah. Because then you get that, that just like you'll see that. Yeah. And it'll only take a second to really. But yep. this is where we finally see Don Cheadle again, too. <laughs> and that's why I didn't want to have another scene where he discovers it, because that's too many choppy scenes. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. So, so basically, I'm... maybe he's looking at some budgets or some transactions or something. Maybe he's just. Maybe he's just like such a busybody and like so wants to get in with good with the company. So then he just like pokes around. Yeah. Looking for ways they could save money or make yeah, money. Yeah, he's just like, he's like, he's like, you know, there's a lot of wasting big companies like this that nobody knows. And maybe he even says that to Jamie Gertz when he meets up with her. Yeah. He's like, you know, I spent about half an hour just poking around on the server and seeing what's going on just to see where I can add value, which is such a 2021 thing to say. But. <laughs> and he's like, I just found something really weird and it just isn't sitting right with me. And she's like, well, Call your friend Preston. You said he's an accountant. Maybe he can help you figure out the numbers. Yeah. Good? Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. So then, um, where should him and Preston converse? Oh. I don't want it to be in another office or in another bar. A hot dog stand? <gasps> yeah. Oh. Well, hmm. I mean, I like that. I mean, he has to give him the stuff and Preston's going to look at it later. Like, it's not like he's going to figure it out on the spot. So he meets him there to give him the file or whatever. Okay. And and we catch up on him, right? Um it, but I he's think we missed so this before that Preston, He finally got a job as an accountant. Yeah, and it's like more modest than this Tucker and Tucker job, but he's yeah. like content with well, it. Well, maybe they have this conversation at the hot dog yeah, stand where go. he's like, you know, I'm working <laughs> For, it's basically like H&R Block, but it's not. And he's like, and it, you know, starting salary could have been better, but, you know, the hours are pretty good and I can still play with plenty of basketball. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, me and Harriet are probably going to get married. So got to spend time with the missus, Harriet. Yeah. Good name. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. So, yeah, how are we going to do this next part? Because now we're introducing another character that we haven't talked about. <laughs> um, or should we blame it all on Oliver Platt? Maybe we should. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. 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 So basically, Preston is going to say that um, there's some very sketchy accounting going on. And who's he talking to? He's talking to Don Cheadle. He's yeah. talking to Preston. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Don Cheadle looks into the numbers. Basically, I think he hands him like a giant ledger. Yeah. I think that like um, (laughs) James Spader gives Don Cheadle a giant ledger and um, he looks it over and he's like, yeah, there's absolutely some dodgy accounting going on. You need you should take a look at this transaction. And he like has highlighted these specific Uh things. Mm -hmm. And then I think we show James Spader in the computer looking at those transactions. Do you think he's like copying them and like saving it on a floppy disk and like surreptitiously like big one them and like (laughs) sneaking them out of there? Yeah. We need a couple discs in there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think that he's looking at it on like a, you know, a DOS interface. And I think he sees that these transactions were approved by the initials are basically his bosses, Sam, like Sam, I don't know what his last name is. Burns. Yeah. It says like authorized by SB. Yeah. Um, 
And he realizes that like his direct supervisor, Oliver Platt, is kind of the one skimming off the top. Yep. So then he needs to have his big lunch with the big cheese. Mm-hmm. With Ted. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I think that um they take a limo somewhere really bougie and fancy. Yeah. And because this is going to he's going to kind of really start partying here, too. Um, should they pop open champagne in the yes. limo? Should that's a little. Already, I don't think that. I don't that's think. That's not super hard for partying, though. Ted, Ted's not going to be popping champagne all, every fucking time an intern gets a job at his company with them in a limo. Well, I think he would. Really? Yeah. Every single time? Well, especially one that shows promise like this. In a company the size of mine, we have like 20 interns and that's it. Yeah. I would I would guess something like this have they have like five or six interns, and only a couple of them are hired. Yeah, that's it's not true. a big deal. Yeah, that's true. He he's taking he's taking people to lunch almost every day. This type of guy. Okay. Yeah. Well, he'll um, let, let's pop some bottles. But I think that we need to establish that Charles has kind of already got a tiny little coke habit brewing. Mm. He got he started he started on the stuff back in his frat house days. No, I just think that like casual. since he's been burning the midnight oil at oh, this yeah. job, make, maybe we even show him do a little bump before he goes to meet Jamie Gertz. Oh, that's good. That's um, a good. That's good. Like we just need to show like he's he's doing it here and there. He's not doing especially like, because he's trying so hard to impress. So yeah, he's yeah, like working he really this. late. He needs the energy. Mm-hmm. So then I think they go to like a soup. They basically go to Dorcia for lunch. Yeah, <laughs> and. They get to know each other. They have that like really generic getting to know each other. Oh, we love those here conversations. <laughs> but then, I think, um, I think that he decides. By the way, it, can, if you can hear our papers, we've got printouts. <laughs> that's we to printed. Add to the, that's supposed to add to the office yeah. ambiance. So we got paper clips around here. We got tape, tape, <laughs> paper clips. Anyway, go on. Um, So basically, uh, Charles decides to um, tell Ted Tucker about this shady Mm -hmm. business going on. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And maybe he tells them over lunch. Like when they're at Dorcia. I think so. He's like, you know what? I, I mean, I don't know if this is out of line. I know I'm new here. But I couldn't help but poke around a little and and there's some weird discrepancies i've noticed yeah and i just you know i thought this would be a good opportunity to bring it to your attention because it seems weird to me and you should know about it yeah and you're the owner of the company and ultimately this really falls on your shoulders and i thought the guy whose name on the door should know about what's going on behind the door (laughs) yeah (laughs) good little line manny (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for the loud <laughs> snort. She just came up with that. Everyone. And I was really proud. She looked so proud. I'm proud of you too. Um, <laughs> so then I think after. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Proud, proud sister. It's real good. So I think that um, after this happens, after he reveals this, I think that. I think that Ted seems actually pissed off at first and he's kind of quiet and silent. And then they get back in the limo 
And should he reveal And then some he rolls up the window and he's like, you know, I'm going to let you in on some information. And he's like, not everything is how it seems at the office. Yeah. There is a power struggle right now. And I'm telling you this honestly as a friend. Like, I'm not even talking to you as a mentor right now. I don't know who to trust. I don't trust anybody. Can he say, um, can he say Marilyn has got me by the balls? Yes. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> um, so Marilyn like, has got him by the balls. He's <laughs> like, he's like my wife, Marilyn. Great to look at, but she's a snake underneath that beautiful skin. <laughs> She's got me by the balls. <laughs> um, and then, uh, do we want to do a montage again? Well, so he asks him to kind of keep an eye on her, doesn't he? He's going to say, you know what? I'm glad that you came to me with that information. I already know about some. Now I know. I, I already know that you. stuff. But I, I actually feel like I can trust you because you came to me with that and didn't didn't try to use it to gain leverage or whatever. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to, you're going to be one of my guys. You're one of the, my yeah. guys on the inside. I, I trust you. So he's like, and I, I you know, I I'm going to make sure I need you to be my eyeballs within the company. I need you to report to me. And I'm going to make sure that you grow as the company grows. And yeah, he kind of like bribes him. He like lets him know if he does that's this. That's not bribery. That's just like a career advancement. Right. <laughs> well, well, he could be, and he thing. could be like, and but <laughs> yeah, you know, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what I really need is somebody to really report back to me on what Marilyn's up to, because, um, you know, we are married, we run this business together, but, uh, frankly, she's trying to take it down. Our marriage is and falling apart. And she's trying to take the ship down with her. Um, and then I think we need to make it more apparent that like. Charles is starting to drink more, starting yeah. to abuse drugs more. Mm-hmm. Um, and he and needs this to get he, through and all at, this craziness. And at this point, him and Sue probably have a, a place together, an apartment. Yeah, yeah. But totally. they're like kind of fighting. She's yeah. worried about yeah. his lifestyle choice. No, yeah. And she even mentions, she's like, you don't even see Preston anymore. I feel like yeah. maybe we see her asleep alone in the bed and he's like passed out on the couch. Mm. Mm. Um. So then, I think uh, Marilyn is sort of side eyeing Charles and not sure where he stands, and maybe she needs to start buttering him up or trying to. So how do how are we gonna have that happen? So do we want to show? Do we want a montage sh- of his of him cozying up to the boss? Yeah. Yeah. Like and maybe they go golfing together. Should it show that he's torn between? Oh my god, they get their shoes shined together. That's oh, that's good. good. Yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. And but they're both reading the Financial Times and getting their shoes shined. Do you think they smoke cigars together? Sure. And I think his boss Sam was he fired? What did found he? It? No, no, I don't think so. I think he's because still- she's kind. He's kind of working for Marilyn, isn't he? Yeah, he's kind of protected. Okay, and they didn't do anything about it because Ted already knew, right? Yeah. Okay. He needs to prove that Marilyn's doing something. Yeah. Right. So I think Marilyn should start showing an 
interest in Charles. Like maybe she invites him. For I a think drink she shows or... up at their area. So like, so the the way the, the this place works is Marilyn is the big boss for this side of the company. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe Ted is like in mergers and acquisitions, and and Marilyn's in like what's the, the investor d- side. What's I don't the know. difference between a CEO and a COO? This chief executive officer and the chief operating officer CEO is the head of everything. So the COO would be like the next on the next tier down. Yeah. Is that her? Yeah. Or is she like the executive vice president? Uh, that's below. CEO. That's way I don't below. Know. Right. She's a dir- I don't know. I think that Finance. she is um, COO. And I think that um, that's Sam still a big is vice president. Right. Oh yeah. Big, big time. Yeah. Um, and just because he's CEO doesn't mean he has full sh- control no. of the company. I mean, he runs the company. He's ultimately responsible for it. But I think that, you know, they both have 50, 50 share of stock. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both like 50% stockholders or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I mean, she's chairman it, of the board. No, isn't, is it, isn't it a publicly traded company though? No, not at this point. Oh, okay. They are deciding they're, they're, th- they're, deciding to possibly go public and that's the big rumors spinning Mm -hmm. around is going public um so uh i think what happens is so the maryland's at the top of the totem pole and then right below her is sam and then below him is charles so sam reports or sorry charles reports to sam oh my god it's like a boring ass org chart I'm just <laughs> along with other lots of other people. It's not like he's that high up. It's just right. No, there's like a ton of people that report to Sam um, Oliver Platt. Yeah. But I think what happens is Marilyn comes over to their general area and usually she's there to see Oliver Platt. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I think Charles is like, Oh, Oliver had a lunch appointment, so he'll be back soon. She's like, well, can't you help me with this? Does she? <laughs> um, I just had a little vision. Okay. Um, and don't tell mom the babysitter's dead when Gus goes hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we we reference that movie so <laughs> much. Just popped in there. <laughs> Good old Gus. How many movies have we put him like in so four. far? What's his name even? John John Getz. John Getz. <laughs> yeah. I think. Okay. John. Anyway, I just maybe she's Can like. Can we have him be one of the people that works at this firm? We definitely have sure. to. somewhere yes. in the background. Yes. Now it's like here. a thing. We have to put him in everything. He's gonna have lines in this. A couple of lines. <laughs> no, doesn't he's he definitely doesn't say lunch? He says hungry. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I knew it was. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna do a little hitting on uh, Jamie Gertz in this, right? It'll be a quick thing, and it'll be yeah. over in a second. But yeah, yeah. So anyway, I think he should have lunch with Marilyn. And there's sexual tension. Like, he's genuinely attracted to her. Even so though... we're literally just going to riff off of exactly what happens at Don't Tell Mom, where she, oh. she was coming over to have lunch with Sam. She's like, I wanted to see if Sam was free for lunch. I have some ideas to bounce yeah. off of him. Mm-hmm. We're just going to do the exact same yep, thing. Yeah, we're just going to take that. And he's like, no. And she's like, are you free? I heard you're oh, she doesn't say not too bad with numbers. And then they go to lunch and do they have a slightly suggestive conference? He's having lots of lunch. Can It should be like, like a fern bar with lots of the plants and everything. Fern bar. That's not very classy. Oh, 
He took. He went to Dorcia with Ted. Oh, it's okay. more like uh, crystally, you know. Is it more like the restaurant that um, Delphine's Ma- Marilyn <laughs> Streep goes to with her editor and yes. Devil? Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, frilly. Yeah, a little uh-huh. bit more frilly and and because it's a lady's choice. It's a lady's restaurant, <laughs> and she's gonna get a, a, a cucumber a salad niçoise salad. Yeah, <laughs> with like a a hard boiled egg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She could even say the salads here. Divine. So she asks him to help with a project, but they also do some flirting at this lunch. Okay. We get some heavy like chemistry vibes. Yeah. She's coming on to him, but like he, yeah. you know, but in a very like backwards kind of double entendre sort of. Like he's not sure if he's. She's not it. being direct. Yeah, she's being very subtle. Mm-hmm. And, and does he even catch on? He's a guy, so. He's- He's like yeah. not sure if yeah. he's getting those vibes or not. Yeah, he's yeah. like worried he's misreading, and he's, maybe we he see has him his like girlfriend confused. too. Yeah. So he's like, but they're a little strained right now because he's been doing so much cocaine and. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like flirty things. Like, what would she say? Oh, I don't know all that. <laughs> 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 I mean, I know what Gus says at his lunch. <laughs> But he's actually outwardly creepy. Yeah, no, and we she's need not. her to be intriguing, mm. not creepy. Should she kind of talk shit about Ted? She should. Mm-hmm. She should say, you know, Ted used to be such a strong man, mm-hmm. but he's really lost his touch as he's aged, mm-hmm. and his golf game has very suffer- really suffered as well. She's just gonna kind of emasculate her husband, right? Yeah, yeah, because she's trying to manipulate. Chuck or Charles and like mm-hmm. get him on her side. I'm I'm sorry. I'm thinking about what she she needs to have an evil speech a little bit. <laughs> kinda, yeah. Like where she talks about how I kind of get like kind of Cruella Deville vibes from. What her. were you saying earlier she about how she, she what could be she like wants you're to do dating with the company? Uh, Sue at the front desk, right? And um, and he's like, yeah, we've been dating about a year now, and she's like. And we live together. And she's like, you're not going to get married, are you? Yeah. And uh, he's like, I thought about it a little bit, but uh, we haven't decided yet. And she's like, just don't get married. Just trust me. All the fun is gone. Washed away in an instant. The second you get married. Just keep it fun and light. Um, You know, Ted and I are married and. In name only, really, at this point. And um, I'm really mostly a free woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except good. for a few nights yeah. of the week. We haven't made love in 10 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She needs but to I've say had many partners. love. <laughs> but we, I've had many lovers since then. Yeah. But that's not to say I, I am a lonely woman. Far from it. Um, there's plenty of eager young men who want to take me out. What a sleaze. <laughs> um, so after her, her evil slash seductive speech, um, I think she asks him to be on this special little project. Yeah. I don't know. It's businessy. We don't know the details. It's a merger of some <laughs> you company. Know, he's, he, he thought it, another company. He, is she like, is he's like becoming a corporate spy type thing? Are they just like using him back and yeah, forth? Yeah, he's like yes. spy on each other. Agreeing to yeah. spy. He, for both it almost of them. seems like his business degree isn't even 
being used I, at I this job. I think that this project for Marilyn is a ruse. Yeah. For a him red herring. To, it's a red herring Wild to report chase. back to Ted, but it's a phony. It's a plant. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because she knows he's like spying yeah, for Ted she's, or whatever. She's actually maybe cleverer than Ted. She's She's got this chess game. She's way ahead She's of playing Ted 4D chess. She's... She knows she's been seeing the board way ahead of everybody else. Mm-hmm. So then, um, so she asks him to be part of some project and it's not really re- legit. It's just, she's, he's just chasing his tail. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know it, but yeah, then it's like real work, but it's not actually, it's any- just phony. It's just, there's no real outcome. She, he's like doing it for fake clients basically. Yeah. So I think, they have to work a lot of late nights together on this project. And th- could this be a montage? Another montage? Maybe a mini one. Yeah. Maybe like a kind of sad sounding, lonesome business theme. Mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> a lonesome business Just something theme. that's kind of stressful seeming. Not a fun montage. That's what I'm trying to say. Kelly. <laughs> Kelly. Yeah. Pay attention. <laughs> I'm trying to say it's not a fun montage sound sound effect soundtrack song yeah it's a little more serious yeah well it's it's kind of morose mm-hmm. it's morose and because we also need to show anymore, his you know? drug we, we don't have the pantyhose no. yeah the, oh, the yeah. papers aren't flying it's like now the stress is here yeah mm-hmm. and i think that maybe he's even popping some milk his high highs have given to low lows yeah and he's doing a lot of drugs still and now he needs those to get by it's not like fun anymore yeah right and maybe now he's not even doing key bumps. He's going to do full ass lines in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Rails. Yep. He's looking real shitty too. Like bags yeah, under bag, his eyes. Yeah, bag. Yeah. But then, totally. so he's working on this project there late one night. Yep. And Marilyn invites him into her office. Yeah. She's like, we need to go over these latest numbers you gave me. And she and he, offers him a drink. And then does she have on like a camisole? Oh. Did she? Oh, is she taking off her blazer and there's like a silken camisole? Oh, that's on good. Her and I think this, it's like a really cool like night scene where this, you can see the you New can York see the, skyline through the, through the yeah. blinds. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Sexy sure. blinds. Mm-hmm. And um, they're drinking, getting a little loose, going over these numbers. Um, I can't say how much I've appreciated your help around here yeah. lately. Yeah. Yeah. Nice Kathleen voice. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Pretty good, Tom. Um, so then basically uh they bone. They do right? they bone. <laughs> Spader bones. Yeah. Did did he did he already get dumped? Did we say he got dumped? No, not not yet. Oh. He's on the verge of getting dumped. Yeah. So his his relationship is on the rocks. Very yeah. much so. Because he's just not been paying attention to her mm-hmm. at all. He's been working every night. So quick question. Has James Spader had sex scenes before? That's a yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ever seen Crash? That's right. Sex, Ever seen Secretary? You've clearly never seen Sex I haven't. I'm at, that was like a question. Because he's a... he's play somebody impotent in that movie oh okay does he have sex in i was asked yeah, there's a sex scene at the end it's set to a terrible song. oh it's terrible what song it's some like called, folksy it's song it's bad it's like lilith fair that whole movie is kind of good until they that they song break out that song <laughs> so um so they have sex uh 
So she's like making moves on him, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is he like he's like resistant because he's still thinking about his girlfriend, even though yeah. things aren't great. Well, and he's really drunk. Almost fe- Do we see like um, the dizzy camera view? Yeah, maybe yeah. double vision. She actually yeah. like drugs him. Okay. Oh shit. So um, he actually wakes up on his sofa in his office with a headache, and he's like, doesn't remember. Really. Is he just in his boxers or in his sofa at home? Yeah. So he calls in sick. Wait, he wakes up at his house. Yeah, and he doesn't really. And he doesn't know how he got there. Yeah. Mm-mm. He just stumbled into a cab. Did she? Did she rape him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the eighties world, they probably wouldn't have called it that. I don't know. It was. It was definitely like not not acceptable. It was. He he didn't consent to it. No, it was not acceptable. He wasn't even conscious. Um. So then he wakes up. <coughs> um. At home. He doesn't know how he got home. He doesn't really remember what happens. I don't know how we're going to establish that. Maybe maybe Sue calls him. Yeah, and she's like, "Where are you?" Well, don't they live together? Yeah, and she, that's, yeah, they do. Well, maybe she calls him and, and she's like, you "People sure are wondering home. where you're at. Are you coming in today or not?" She's like, "When I left the house this morning, you weren't even home. You weren't yet. even responsive." Oh. Or yeah, yeah, he was home, but so he Calls in sick, but then the next day he goes home and Sue's not talking to him. Right? Oh. Well, I don't know. You read the notes. You can read them. (laughs) (laughs) So, basically, um, Marilyn has decided to eliminate Charles. Right? Yeah. She claims he, like, made a pass at her. She lies about it. Not even that. Like, I think that he, like, molested her. Yeah. Sexual, sexual ass- harassment, assault, har- assault. Yes, and he's getting arrested, right? Yeah. No, she tells him he needs to leave, or she'll take him to the police. Okay. Um. The, and then Sue doesn't want to talk to him anymore after right. that. So basically, he gets fired and disgraced at work. Yeah. Yes. And then he goes. How does this help her get rid of Ted? Because I feel like that's her motivation. Because he, it was like. Ted's be, he was becoming Ted's it's kind of like confidant. a it's kind of like a message to him too mm-hmm. yeah. like I will get rid of anybody any person you get close to that could be your ally here gonna, I'm going to destroy she's gonna hurt him so then he reaches back out to Preston poor Preston only gets contacted when he needs only contacted when needs. there's a problem mm-hmm. yeah typical <laughs> maybe he'll say that too yeah. yeah totally he's like you haven't been a very good friend to me so what do they do next so he's he, gonna he oh stays my, with he stays with them i'm i'm really picturing like a really sad dejected spader just like showing up on his porch and Cheadle kind of like shakes his head a little bit and he's like come in here you rascal yeah. yeah and he said preston and his wife set up a non-profit for they're helping kids in poor communities uh-huh. and they're like you can help us with that for now because oh, so right, he got fired. Right, because he mm-hmm. got fired and like doing this where he's like helping the community more. So he's doing and, like volunteer work. Yeah, not just being greedy. It might like help him like self-esteem, get, yeah. sense of community, other people. And then he wins Sue back, right? Yeah. <coughs> okay. So now he's got to get his revenge. He's got to er, out them. 
Yeah. So I think. So is that he, another montage? Such some like happy music. Oh my god! So many montages. Where it's like habitat for humanity. So she. I think that garden. Charles Chuck explains his side of the story, and like Sue's believing him, but like suddenly they realize that nobody thought of the security footage of like what happened that night, and that there might be something there. So she agrees to look for the tape for him. Okay. Okay. So. They're going to go look for the security footage at the office. Yeah. So he basically has to win Sue back to convince her that he's innocent. And to help him. And to help him get the security tape. Right. So then who takes off for the office? Cheadle? Is Cheadle in in tow? Or is it just Sue? I think he probably tags along. Yeah. Yeah. Let's bring him. I think he probably. Let's bring him along. I think he probably comes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, because he needs more screen time. Yeah. And, and and you could always use an extra set of eyeballs on a caper. Yeah. You know? On yeah. a what? A caper. Yeah. A hijink. Yeah. Is the singular hijink. So does this all, this is at night now. Yeah. Right? So they're going in office. Yeah, they have hours. like key. Sue has a key. <laughs> right. So they get into the office and I think that they go into the, security room and try to get the tape and they find that like that day's tape is missing Uh uh-huh and then they hear a little and then they hear a little scuffle and she's right behind them. no not a scuffle they hear the the cock the cocking of a hammer of a a small Uh, little tiny gun gun. one of those little (laughs) feminine guns (laughs) yep click she's like you fools yeah she's like you really didn't think i would be that stupid did you yeah and then she reveals her big master plan for the company. She gives a big evil speech. Like she's going to frame Ted and like, does she want to bring the company down or just yes. she's like, Ted's. she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to divorce Ted, ruin him in the divorce. He's going to be a disgrace. Then I'm going to sell off his whole company piece by piece. And all the money I already stole is in the Swiss bank account. And I'm going to go to the Cayman Islands. Yeah. And I'm going to, get away from here and spend the rest of my days on a tropical beach. <laughs> yeah. She says all this. Yeah. yeah. It's a big speech. Yeah. Okay. It's like five minutes. And she's like, and I'll just have a series of different 18 year old men massage me daily. <laughs> still talking. So how about one of them pushes like a big bus, like one of those statues that's just somebody's chest. They like, push it on her oh that's good and then they start <laughs> <running a bus. laughs> so that's good and they start running away yeah and so no, i think i think that she also i think that somebody reveals that they've been tape recording her big evil speech oh yeah and, and she then and that's for it. probably and, jamie gertz yeah right? and she's actually like the audience will be like wow she's cleverer than we thought she was yeah <laughs> she's for, actually for bringing a, value for a receptionist she's kind of smart um, she like brings it out of her pocket and wags it and is like, but that's going to sound really good to the New York P- police department. Yeah. And then they push the bust on her and then they go running. So I, should I run to the alternate ending now or after we're done? After we're done. Okay. Um, so then there's a chase through the office and I think that, you know, there's mayhem. Yeah. You yeah. Know? There's like, and there's, fur, gun, there's gunfires going off. There's pow, fake plants pow, flying. Pow, yeah. Totally. And yes. you can tell that Kathleen Turner's a body double. Like, yeah. big time. Stunt double a and, man in high heels. And little, it's like petite feet. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, 
so they run in through the office and this office building we decided has like a big atrium in the middle yeah so there's like hallways around would that happen (laughs) not the whole thing i guess but it's like it's like up to like the 15th floor is an atrium sort of like maybe maybe uh at the hyatt used to have the embassy suites is the one that had that oh i thought it was the hyatt Oh, I don't know. A lot um, of hotels do that. A lot of hotels have a good, nice, beautiful atrium. Maybe yeah. with like, oh, maybe there's like in in there, there's one <clears> level <throat> that's, just, that's just for um, plants. No wonder offices. There's a planter in between floors. Not yeah. This is like when I rant about the green onions at Taco Bell, but like, no wonder office life looked better. They like actually looked nice in the 80s. <laughs> My office looks nice. That's true, but I'm just thinking of office space. But they got like, like really. Depressing. I feel like all the um, hallways on the floors are marble tile. Yeah, yeah. So she goes flying into the atrium. Oh, yeah. Well, that was so. Anyway, <laughs> well, I mean, why would you start talking about the atrium? So and anyway, we're see what happens. She flies over the edge. It was Chekhov's atrium. <laughs> we were trying to build up to her flying over it. So another she goes a tumbling, another plunge to death. You know what? People, pl- that's how most people die in movies. <laughs> that's how I want to die. You so know how many plunging, die from plunging in movies. Well, I'm trying to get somebody. So they're they either shot or they're plunged. So they have the tape. Sometimes they're exploded. They have the tape where she admitted everything. So Chuck's innocence is proven. Tad has full control of the company, and he gets his job back. And but Office Wave said Chuck decides he's going to follow in Preston's footsteps and go for a simpler life. So they, Chuck and Sue quit. I like that, though. I think that we should end with them, like, back in Brooklyn. And Jamie Gertz has a cardigan on. Yeah. Like a big baggy from <laughs> the cardigan. Hi- and then Higher Love by Steve Winwood plays. Yeah. So. Are they playing basketball again? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I also, so I need to mention, (laughs) we changed the ending because we, as per usual, spent a little too much time on little details. This is a little longer. So we had to change the ending a little bit, but the original one had a big car chase, which I really liked. There's a white Corvette and you kind of see a car chase through New York, but, and she goes off like a bridge in her car. But we couldn't figure out how to get them to we, the car. We sure, we, same concept. She goes flying. Yeah. Well, and I we like the little stunt double and everything. Yeah. So, <laughs> so thank you, Office Wave. Yeah. So we hope we didn't change too many things and ruin your idea. So that's welcome <laughs> to the real world from yeah. Office Wave music. So make sure you follow on Instagram. Somebody needs to say welcome to the real world. Maybe oh. Sam slash Oliver Platt says that. That's good. That's good. I like it. We do that in every movie. <laughs> or the singer of the song is in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So send us ideas. How's this received? Is it a classic like Wall Street or... I, I is it forgotten it's, i think it's, it's forgotten a little bit like um it's a cult classic that movie with demi moore and michael douglas disclosure yeah oh yeah see there's a lot of movies that's, that were successful in their day but just time just forgot kind of for, pe- kids don't remember them. time forgot this one because it wasn't on cable yep mm-hmm. and it never came out on dvd but i mean there's some people who like it like spader enthusiasts mm-hmm <laughs> 
Um, maybe AKA it's me. maybe it's streaming on Tubi, and somebody's like, "Oh, cool, oh, we got to mention our Tubi drop." Tubi. So next week, tune in for our twenty fifth episode, so which a- is going to be very special. It's going to be a special. We've one. got a very very special episode that yeah. nobody wants. Yeah, but us. <laughs> but we've been excited oh, no, it's about this. Be good. I want it's it. something we want to do. A nope. couple you might care. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Thanks, Office Wave. Yep. Thanks uh, so much. And um, we, thanks we everyone fun. for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>